hello, hello. Welcome to Dying for Likes, where a like can cost you your life. Al and I take deep dives into these very tragic stories. Many of them, though, cautionary tales. And as two parents who have kids in the world of social media, I'm so grateful but horrified by our podcast. But how are you doing? It's hot outside. It is hot outside, and I'm doing that weird thing where I'm trying to balance my home. Everybody that listens to the show knows, raised by an old black man. Uh, so, like, there's my house is always roughly around 76. Like That's warm. I wanted enough to be, like, where I could cook water on the stove without turning it on. <laughs> I like it hot, y'all. And, uh, you know, but now people are coming over again. Uh, shout out to uh, the vaccine and people being able to be people again. And so now I have to make my home hospital to, hospitable to human beings that have skin and don't like it blazing hot. How's it temperature here now? It's it's warm. It yeah. is. And he has a full uh, zip up jacket. I do. Yep. And loafers on. I am. Uh-huh. I, I don't He's look like my man. dad. I look like somebody that would drive my dad. Like, I look like my dad's limo driver on his day off. Like, he had, he's in there for a couple hours. It's fine. I love, though, that um, shout out to your dad. May he rest in peace. Yes. Uh, I do love, though, that you have a relationship with your thermostat because I do, too, and my husband thinks I'm insane. I'm all about the balance. Okay. Like, you get it. Like, it's warm outside. So my thermostat, as soon as I get home, it's going to be turned off. I keep it at 71, 72 in the house. And, but I, depending on the day, when we all go to bed, I tinker with it. Mm. And I'll lay, <laughs> like, I almost feel like it's a compulsive thing because I'll lay it sleep and let's say it's 1030 at night. And I'm like, mm, it needs to go down one degree. <laughs> and I'll write Mark. I'll be like, switch it to 70 from 71. He's like, why? And I'm like, just switch it. And then I get anxiety and then I go down and I switch it to make sure it's been switched. Is that not a relationship? That's more of like a, a an abusive relationship with my thermostat. And look, everybody's got their thing. And I, it, just as you were talking about your home, I was thinking about how different houses are for what I consider grown folks now. Because I still look at myself. I still feel like I'm 16 years old, even though I'm 45. And when I was growing up, anybody's house, but especially anybody's house that had kids or even older kids, their houses were like museums. You know, like you could not, there were probably four rooms that you either couldn't go in or you never went in, like a guest bedroom that you know, like an older family member died in in like the 80s. (laughs) And like, so it's just kind of preserved and you open the door and it smells like the 80s in there. Musty, but like somebody cleaned because old school folks clean. But it was just like that, uh, uh, oh, no human beings have laughed in this room in 20 years. And your house, Sam, is honestly the most like livable Aww, but cool. Cr- thank your, you. Your crib looks like how I feel like they should show people in their 40s how to design their homes, where it doesn't look like uh, the loft from that movie Big with Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, everybody wanted the Pepsi machine and bunk beds, and yeah, that's cool when you're. But like, you have a house that's cool for uh, an adult professional. But also, like, it looks like grown folks live here, too. Thank like, you. I really love, you I got, like, a you. albums room. And just, yep. like, it's, like, it's just well, a very Al's livable. Is cool. That's a big compliment coming from Al. Because if you walk into Al's house, let me tell you, like, he's got statues of Biggie. Speaking <laughs> of which, shout yes, out to. Yes, you got the shout out the rug. Shout out. The oh. Ru- did you ever read the rug? No. Treat every project like it's your first project. Uh, what song is that? It's just, he said that in an interview. He said oh, that in an interview. I even like that better. Right. Yeah. I like he that He said it better. in an interview. Treat, and I try and like, I have it set up and we'll, we'll put a picture on the IG, but I have it set up. So every time I walk in here, you don't walk in here and mail it in like, okay, where's my camp? Cool. Let's just go. do. It's like, no, this is probably going to be the first time somebody hears this show or anything that you do. It might be the only time 
they hear anything that you do. So like make it count. So That's yeah, amazing. this one's for Biggie. We give it. Yes. Yes. So Biggie, we have an episode for you about bowls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition, professional broadcaster. So um, this episode's going to be really hard for me as like an animal rights advocate, because for me, the running of the bulls and bullfighting, which has been outlawed in most countries, but it's still legal in Spain, even though there, I don't think there's been a bullfight in a long time because in 2012 in Spain. So these are some both facts. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to say something about Jordan, but no, the other Bulls. Yeah, exactly. Yes, not the Chicago Bulls. But in 2012, they did outlaw bullfighting. Al, are you taking a picture of me? I'm, Why? I'm also, I want some wild oh, camera cool. thing. Yeah. Okay, Al's trying to be really innovative with his camera work. So we got James yes. Cameron over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a low budget avatar. But uh, yeah, exactly. No $2 billion budget for this podcast. Yeah. But with bullfighting, you know, I know in 2012 it was outlawed because it's extremely cruel. And I do liken running with the bulls and bullfighting because a lot of the times the bulls lose their lives. And bullfighting, it's almost every time. Once in a great while, you'll have the matador pardon the bull. And then it's the lead up. They torture the bulls before they get out there. They drug them. They taunt them before the running of the bulls. Like, it's just so unethical. I get it. There's a tradition there. But it doesn't feel, in my mind, when you're watching a being a sentient being suffering, it's wrong. And number two, people lose their lives. So let's get into the bullfighting because this is quite a tragic story. And again, a cautionary tale. Don't run with the bulls. I'm sorry. Okay. So first and foremost, though, the gentleman, may he rest in peace, lost his life. He's not your average, let's say, Joe that is a couch potato, okay? He lives in Spain. He's very aware of running with the Bulls. He is a a former pro cycler. Um, He also played football, very in shape. If you see pictures of him, he looks like he's an athlete and clearly- People in Spain get out and do stuff. I remember when I was over there and I went to this guy's apartment and uh, he didn't have like really anything in there. It looked like a spy lived there. And and he goes, yeah, I don't have much. And I was like, man, my apartment is packed. Just kind of casually and he goes, you Americans and your things. It's true. And it just kind of yeah. showed me like, wow, there are other people that don't, you, you know, focus on like, let's get that that weird thing for our garden so that it looks like the duck is drinking. Some people are out you mean in like, their community. You mean like your love garden that you just put in? I do. Uh, well, first of all, it's sad. I do have a love garden. <laughs> it does say love outside. It literally says love in like grass, like Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> like came out there and shaped his bushes to say love. We had a conversation before. I got to move this thing squeaking. We had a conversation before uh, the, you know, before the show started, because first of all, I do have I, I have like these uh, these grow boxes that should be for real plants. But I tried that failed. So now we got some fake ones no in there. No green thumb, huh? I can't. It's just like the weather's too crazy. True. And I. Don't, I'm pretty good about watering, but there's some artificial turf, turf out there now. We're going to enjoy our lives. But yeah, I put, a, I put like, I feel like everybody needs some love in their life. So I put that out and I put like a neon runner next to it, but I can't find the, uh, the setting that just makes it like one solid color. Okay. So it just looks like a tiny 
pride parade going through my house like right in front of it's just like it really it, it looks like yes. a rave is going on at all times so if you want to come and you yeah. look you're on some you've been partying come through to the crib it is the love garden yes, so why right. not why not okay so we're gonna get back to this man from a spaniard and his name is he's 32 years old so we can give the name because we try not to with minors because often minors fall victim to social media selfies and yes. some of the dangers that go with that uh so David Gonzalez Lopez, 32 years old. This happened on August 9th, 2014. Uh, From what I understood from interviews from his uh, loved ones and close friends, this was his first time running with the Bulls. But again, because a lot of the people that run with the Bulls are are, um, they're predominantly men. I don't even think women could start running with the Bulls until recently. Um, But very few women run with the Bulls because we're smart. (laughs) There's something to that. That's one thing that one right you weren't fighting for that hard. We want to run with these gigantic Animals. We're good. Um, so this man, though, is in shape as he is. Again, he fell victim to trying to get the perfect selfie. And I don't know if you are someone that runs with the bulls quite often. If you somehow know some sort of tricks of the trade to protect yourself. Now, according to like the people that control the running of the bulls, they will tell you, you have to be 18 years old. You have to run in the same direction as the bulls, and you cannot be drinking, which we all know. We all know that's not police. I don't drink anymore, and I would suggest you drink before this. Everyone seems drunk. uh, Yeah. Yes. And it goes into, like, the wee hours of the morning. Like, in fact, this happened in the wee hours of the morning. It's, like, pitch blackout. There's video. I could not watch the video. I always say I do my research. Trust me. But I can't watch those types of videos. It will haunt me. Um, And so what happened here is the there is a protected area for the runners where there's barricades and apparently they are safe from the bulls. Now, I don't know how safe that can be considering that every year there are dozens of people that that get injured and there's been 15 in the past years that have died. So this gentleman uh, had done the running with the bulls, was in the protected area, left the protected area. And you can see this all in the video. Now, again, I just read the transcript, but you can apparently see him leave the protected area and two bulls were about to run into each other. And so he ran right in front of them and took a selfie, okay? So he could have the perfect selfie of being in front of two colliding bulls. Now, a third bull came and completely, what is it, their horns? Gored him. Gored him. That's the, that's the only him. time you use that, that, is that word. The, you're right. Gored. Gored. The, the horn went through my man. And it was, it was crazy because what it, the scene you're describing, I think he was trying to capture because – I didn't know animals could knock each other out. It w- one could, of the bulls yeah. was unconscious. Right. It, one, the, one of the bulls was concussed. So he was like, this is something you don't see often. So let me get a picture of this, I guess, over my, his shoulder and just completely lost track of the fact that there were three bulls and not two. And, you know, and here we are talking about and a situation. And gored him. And the witnesses all saw it. Mind you, it's on the Internet. Mind you, he's a six-year-old child who could look it up one day if he's Google's his dad. That's the first article that comes up. Or somebody will send it to him. Some monster will send it to him, of course. Someone will bring it up on the playground. It was all over the news. Again, because he was a pro cyclist. So he's not just some average Joe. Uh, He was fairly well known in that town and all over Spain. And um, the onlookers that saw it said he, and these are their words, not mine, that he looked like a puppet. That the bull flung him up, gored him, and he was so... Like, so you think about the size of a bull and then you think about the size of a human being. And 
the power and force that come along with that bull charging him. Yeah, you can envision envision him like a puppet. They said he went way up into the air. He flung. uh, His body looked limp. Now, he did not die on the scene. Uh, There's always doctors and paramedics there ready because, like I said, people get injured and sent to the hospital no matter what every year. Stop it. This is stupid. Stop it. I know some people are going to say, Sam, this is tradition. How dare you? You don't understand. It all started way back when, when people were trying to sell cattle, like in the 14th century. And that's accurate. Like I looked it up. Like when did this begin and why? Of course, it was very economical and practical. And there was a reason why they did it before. They tried to make it exciting when they were selling cattle. And then it became this tradition. I get it. People are dying. People are getting hurt. People are drinking. People aren't their right in their right mind. People are trying to take selfies. Stop. And he had a six-year-old child. Now, of course, my heart thinking that he's no longer here, that his child's left alone, that he can no longer finish his life. 38 years old is very young. At the same time, this is stupid. This is stupid. And it's inhumane. Again, come at me. It's inhumane. These bulls are sentient beings. They're being tortured. They're being taunted for what? For fun, you guys. Come on. And it's like, I feel like we've seen this when we've uh, done other stories about elephant trainers, that uh, elephants that have, uh, have attacked their trainers. And there's an anger to these animals that is unmistakable because when anybody has watched any of those videos where it's like animals gone wild, remember those used to come on like TBS and the elephants would be looking for their trainers. They wouldn't be just like going after little kids and mothers. They'd be looking for one guy because they, and I'm not saying that was the case in this situation, but it's the same thing. Well, they're being taunted for how many hours, right? They're not angry. They, they know exactly who they're going after because they are angry, Sam. And they're wearing red scarves. So you all know that the matadors will wear red and they have that red flag. Well, the running of the bulls, you have to wear a very specific outfit. You wear like a white shirt. I'm not sure what the pants are, but then you the, wear the pants are white too. It's like you're working at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah, it, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, P.F. Chang's. P.F. P- Chang's oh, is all shout white. out to P.F. Chang's, man. I like their desserts Dude. in the shot glass. I'm what not about a... their green beans? Their spicy green beans are dope. Do you know me. You don't want to do this right. Okay. Now. All right. I, okay. I don't get into the green beans. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I don't like fancy street food. Okay. I don't like fan. Don't. I don't like your square plates. I don't like square plates. <laughs> they are square. I don't like square plates. Yeah. Street food. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry. Um. Yeah, and they have a red scarf on their neck. Right. So, uh, or they actually know they. I don't know if they have it on their neck. It, they might have it on their yeah, a sash. Right. Yeah. So but they I have do incorporate the neck neckerchief. They doing the, the neckerchief. I've never heard that word, but I'm gonna not make fun of you for it because I like it. There we go. Normally, I would make fun of Al for a neckerchief, but right. I dig it. Um, okay, so he was transported to the nearby hospital. His next of kin, his family members all notified because they knew that his injuries were severe. They gave him two liters of blood and they hoped for the best. He died shortly after that. Like, I don't even know what interventions they were able to apply besides the two liters of blood because he was gored um, in the thigh and the neck. Two major arteries, they said. And um, again, witnesses were horrified. But if you're even going there, understand that every year someone gets hurt or people die. So when you go there, you are opening yourself up to lasting images of trauma, PTSD, whatever that may be, in the eyes of tradition. I don't agree with it. I just don't. So now we have his child who this was 2014. So now the child is, I don't know, 15 years old now without their father and for something so stupid as a selfie and the running of the bulls. Yeah. Like, and, and it's I hard for me to have compassion. I have compassion that a, a life was lost. Don't get me wrong. 
But this, to me, is as dangerous as it gets. You you just, especially when you have a child, you just, you don't, you don't take those risks as a parent. You do not. And it's, you know, Sam, it's hard and we're, we're going to wrap this up. But, you know, I, I go back and forth because at 32 years old, you're still a young person. 38. Or maybe you're right. I let think me he just, was 32. Let me, so we'll check me, that. But even we'll, when you look that while you look that up, I'll just say when you're in your 30s. 32. He's right. 32. 32. Yep. Which, which is much younger than 38 and, mentally. And for a man, I'll say this. Sorry, I don't mean to sound sexist. But men, they do seem, and we do have data that supports it, their prefrontal cortex, they develop later. Right. Like most men, I feel like at 30, compared to a woman at 30, night and day. Night, I mean, 25, 25 a woman, night and day. So 32. You could do that at any age. I taught middle school and my, I used to have my middle school uh, female, the my students that identified as female, like when they would, you know, they would grade my papers. I would like give them the key, go open up my classroom. I'll be there in a second. And like, it, no, never an issue. No one ever did anything. Like my boys, I'd be like, uh, they'd be like, here for this experiment, you need to pass out scissors. I'm like, not to everybody. <laughs> We're not passing out scissors to the following names, and they're all dudes. <laughs> it's just something. I am a dude. I can yeah. say this. I've yep. taught dudes. I've been around dudes. It's a thing. Yeah. And at 32 years old, guys, especially guys that are still athletic like this right. guy is still seekers. He's yeah. still in footballer, f- pro right. cyclist, obviously adrenaline junkie to a degree right. if he's doing all these sports. And a skilled you know, athlete. So he's like, you know, I'm not like he's probably looking at people at the race like I'm not like that tubby guy over there. I can outrun anything. I can jump over that fence. And he probably could. But what you cannot do is see the thing that you don't see coming. And mm. it took his life. He lost. And just you talking about where he was hit. You're talking about the jugular vein and your femoral artery. Your femoral artery. Al was pre-med I, major. He knows. Yes, he I, knows. I, I just don't think people understand that the the artery that runs right along kind of your groin area, that if that is punctured in any way, wow. you'll bleed out in 90 seconds. Ooh. I mean, it is. it is. So they probably gave him, I, this is me just guessing, the two liters of blood right away. Because oh, do yes. they keep that in like an ambulance? They probably, I don't know if they have two liters, but uh-huh. they probably, whatever they had in the ambulance, he right. went, he went through it immediately. I mean, oh it's, he, it, it's, you could lose, I can't imagine. But and then imagine that scene. And then imagine that scene if you're losing blood so quickly, what that scene looks like. A real life slasher film. Horrific. Yes. Horrific. So may he rest in peace. My heart goes out to his child. Yes. May his child be... I don't know how okay you can be losing your dad like that, um, but may uh, his child live the best life that he possibly can. Absolutely. And, um, and know that your dad loved you, dog. You know, your dad. I, I think about that all the time with myself when I used to party. Right. I put myself in difficult positions and situations where y'all, y- you guys could be doing a dime for likes about me. Right. You know, just a, you just. I've told you too. I'm going to be honest. I've done some really stupid things too where you could have done a dime for likes for me too. Yeah. So I'm not going to. It's hard for me because of the whole bowl situation, right. knowing those dangers. But you're right. You know, this is a man that I'm sure loved his child, loved his life. And one split decision cost him everything. Well, you know, we have spring break coming up and I've pulled, I think, four separate spring break related. No. It's because it's young people, but thousands and, of them. And alcohol. And just a, a cargo ship of cheap plastic booze. Right. And how... 
Jungle juice, they call it or yes. something. I yeah. remember they used to make it in trash cans and store it. So you see a guy stirring it with his arm and people would drink it. I'm sure I would have too at 17 years old. Yes. Like I, you know, again, Al and I are in our 40s. So, you know, if we sound like two old farts, that's that's, that's okay. <laughs> we too. are. I'm okay. I'm alive. Yes. I'm good. I'm very happy with I'm being an old fart. I'm good. A... I love to be at home. He makes love gardens now. So I wouldn't say I make yeah, love you do. gardens. It's quite you intricate. Like you can There's... get me on TaskRabbit, which you can. I'll come over there and make you a love garden. Even though, like Love Garden can be taken many different yes. ways. Yes, I would not advertise. My don't name hashtag is Al, that. Uh, my name is Al Jackson, and I provide Love Gardens. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. But uh, keep tuning in to Dying for Like. Subscribe, share it. Please also rate it. Give us a good rating. We would love Please. that. We appreciate you guys listening. We just crossed over 3,000 uh, downloads. So Yay! appreciate y'all. And then where are you going to be? Anywhere? Uh, I All my dates are on aljacksonlive.com. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at Al Jackson, on Instagram at Al Jackson IG, but mostly just follow this show's follow, IG. That's yep, all I care. Dying for Likes podcast. Also, you can watch uh, Al and I on DBL, not DFL. Well, DFL and DBL, which is Daily Boss Live. It's a daily talk show. Make sure you tune in, and we will see you all next time.